Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
So the way that we're going to do this is I'm going to drop a link to the top of the room right now. And that link is going to take you over to my YouTube channel. And then what you're going to do is you're going to head over to the YouTube channel and you're going to prep to watch the video that I'm about to launch. There's going to be a little chat function in the right-hand side. This is your opportunity to network and grow as well. So when you're in the chat, let me know who you are and where you're from. We'll be giving you guys shout-outs. I do think that I'm probably going to delete this video after I post it. It's 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, so you guys are going to get the goods, and then it's going to be gone, and there's a reason behind that, and I'll share with you in a couple minutes why that is, but what I'm going to do today is I'm going to explain the premise of why I created this vlog. I'm going to just scrub through it and show you a couple of the shots in the actual vlog, break down the scenes, how I actually shot them. I'm going to show you the actual upload process. No, I'm not going to make you sit there for 27 minutes while it uploads to YouTube, but while it's uploading, I'm actually going to show you the secrets on how I'm going to make it clickable, how I'm going to get people to click on the video, actually watch it, watch the entire video, um, do the title the tags, the thumbnail, and then review and recap um, the actual video itself. I'm going to pop back into Breakfast with Champions after. We can do a Q&A, or if anybody has any topics that you're really struggling with finding topics for your niche, I can help you with that as well, too. So we're about to go live in about three seconds, so make sure you click the link at the top, and then I will see you in the stream. Before I do that, actually, so I got my old little Rodecaster setup. I've never used this before. I just want to make sure audio quality. Can you guys flash your mics? Make sure all is well before I start this off. I just want to make sure we're good. Dora Marie, thank you, sister. David, you're the man. Cool. All right. I'm excited. Glenn, you got to give me a crash course because I want to bring on guests next week. So it's not always my face. So we'll have some yeah, fun with man. some Rodecaster. I, I, I can do that. I can do that for sure. You are a little tiny bit scratchy on the Rodecaster. So if you go into your settings, go into your sound. Yeah. Um, dun, dun, dun. Hold on. Go into your settings. Go into advanced. Yeah. Then click on audio. Oh, look at that. Then uh, processing. No. We're looking for. There's a power boost in here. Wait a second. This is so cool. So everybody that's listening, how cool is this? You're actually seeing live kind of behind the scenes of how <laughs> things operate, right? If only I could. I haven't done it in a while, so. Channels. Channel one. Microphone. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Channel, channel, channel one. Then go under. Uh, uh, microphone. Audio processing. Yeah. And then you can play around in there with each of those things. You can compress or... Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to do that right now. I'm not going <laughs> to. But thank you so much for sharing. And then yeah, next week I... Actually... Too is if you click on level in there. Yep. Click on level. Channel one, yep. click on level. See that phantom power? Ooh. If you like that? that? Yeah, if you turn that sucker on too, that'll, uh, that'll give you some extra juice, give you some extra bang for your buck. Okay, am I still good? Am I am I blowing out your eardrums? I just want to make sure I respect everybody in the room. No, we can we can we can hear you great, man. We can hear you great. I am excited for. I, lo I love the creative experience you bring to the work. 
Yeah, I'm trying to level it up. And the future segments I want to do here, I actually want to be able to drop a link and bring in these other beautiful champions at 5.30 in the morning and get their faces on my channel. So we're going to have some fun over the next couple of weeks. But everybody, scroll to the top. Click the Justin? Perfect... Yes, sir. Sorry, who is that? It's Pastor yeah, Jeff. You think. only want to use your phantom power if you're using a condenser mic that requires it. Other than that, you want to use all of your adjustments in your advanced settings. Under I processing. appreciate you. So I'm using a Shure SB, SMB7, so I'm not sure if that's a condenser mic. I'm a YouTube guy, not a microphone guy, but yeah. I'll figure this all out. Yeah, it is. Exact setup with you. Well, I love both of you. Thank you. This is what I said, right? We're at a breakfast table, and we got family that are helping us here. So everybody scroll to the top of the screen. Let's get right into the segment. If you click the perfect day BTS that is behind the scenes, I'm going to meet you in the YouTube studio and we will get cracking. So here we go. We are live. Oh, there's a whole bunch of you in here. I see Amy Michelle, Kim Walsh Phillips. I see Mr. Graham. I see Kim. Ah, Dora Marie. All right. I'm going live on YouTube in three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. 5.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. And I am coming to you all the way from Canada, southwestern Ontario, Canada. I'm going to be breaking down the Perfect Day vlog and showing you some behind the scenes. First of all, Wise CEO, I see you, sis. Thank you for the tips on the microphone. Miss you, Graham. Together we do rise. Malcolm O'Brien, hey guys. Dora Marie, you are an absolute superstar. I appreciate you so much. For those of you that don't know Dora Marie, you should see what she's doing on the back end of this. She keeps us all in check, all of us crazy personalities and all the things going on. She is one of the main reasons why this thing stays on the rail so i appreciate you all so much if you're not in a youtube live stream and you want to see these people just click the link at the top come hang out and we're going to have some fun so i'm going to be sharing my screen every week i do this segment i show you a photo of where i live so this is grand bend ontario canada yes we have beaches and yes uh, that is a frozen lake so if you actually look at the shoreline the beach is about like there so it's only about 40 feet from that tree line the rest is actually a giant ice cap. We have world-class sunsets, and it's really, really pretty. But that's not what you're here for. You're here to learn about my vlog. And this video right here is the actual vlog itself. So this vlog we're actually going to be putting out um, tomorrow along with a free PDF that we built. And you're going to see it goes through a lot of different stuff. I'm going to break down this in a second for you. But more importantly, I want to break down why I came up with the vlog and how I actually structured it, built it, and shot it. Because I think a lot of people have great ideas in their head, but they don't know where to start. So first off, let's talk about why would I shoot a vlog, right? The main reason I'm shooting a vlog is if I'm looking at the main things people come to my channels for, I'm trying to answer the questions that they need answers to. So previously, I would just shoot a lot of random content, put it out, hope it would hit, but I wasn't really specific as to, well, what types of videos are they coming to my channel for? And then how can I serve them the exact content that they want? So what I did was I started looking statistically at my YouTube channel and I started compartmentalizing the different types of videos that I do. Every Thursday, I do Prime People Podcast from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've been doing that forever. And for a long time, I wasn't really focused on the types of guests. I was just focused on getting the episodes out. But as I got more focused on that, I realized, okay, it's entrepreneurs, it's real estate agents, it's people that are interested in sales, media, and marketing. Those are kind of the, the niches that are coming to my channel for that. Then I looked statistically at what else they looked at. They looked at how-to videos. 
how to create content exactly like we're doing today. I was like, okay, I can do that fairly consistently. And that's what a lot of these segments are, are me putting out consistent videos on how I do the things I do, how I build my businesses, how I build my sales teams, how I do content creation, marketing, and, and whatnot. But there was one thing that, that kept popping up that I found very surprising, and it was these vlogs. So about once a month for the past couple of years, I would put out a vlog, not always on YouTube. Sometimes it would be on Instagram, but it would be a compilation of the last month. I used a little hack on Instagram where I would always save everything to my camera roll and then I would take like various photos and video clips and I'd compile them into a vlog to kind of tell the story of what I've been doing for the last month. And for some reason, people liked it. And I saw in the insights that I would get traction on those vlogs. I was like, there's something here. Then I thought of the reasons I maybe don't get business or what my competitors can say about me when I walk into a listing appointment that I, I need to overcome. And if you look at my content, it looks like I'm insanely busy. It actually looks like I'm all over the place. There's no way I could take your phone call because I'm doing too many things in too many different places. I'm on speaking stages. I'm in houses. I'm at the office. Like It seems a lot. I'm like, okay, well, what if I did a vlog that showcased the actual structure of my day how I get about three days work out of one day so I can control the narrative in terms of my ability to execute. Also show the public how hard I'm willing to work to achieve the things I want to achieve. But more importantly than those two, serve the people that are on my channel to learn how to do the things that I'm doing in the space that I'm in. Because unequivocally, every time I ask people why they're here, it's usually that they want to gain an understanding of media or marketing or the back end of what we're building now. And the interesting thing is in my space, what we're building now, it is moving at such a speed that you almost have to be in it to understand the concepts, but be able to go out and execute it yourself. So that, that's basically how, why we created this vlog initially. So I'm also going to share a couple tools for you guys. Let me just share this out. Dun, 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 dun. So this is my actual main channel. So this is just focused around real estate media. The First thing I'm going to do while we're actually going through this video is I'm going to upload this video. So this is the YouTube video uploader. I'm just going to minimize this for a quick second and drag and drop this so it's uploading so we can jump into this in a minute. I'm going to show you guys a couple of secrets. This is why I'm going to have to delete the video after because this is going to be all over the internet. Thank God I don't have a million subscribers yet. Otherwise, I probably couldn't do this. This video planner document. So anybody that wants to copy of this, I can definitely send out a template. Um, I can normalize it. It came via some amazing YouTubers shared this, and I chopped up kind of my own version of it. But you can create your own. And you'll notice that I have categories. I don't have this labeled, but this is essentially the type of video that it might be. And look, Breakfast with Champions. Then I've got the title of the video, inspiration videos, shoot date, publish date, shot list, guest bio, thumbnail, body description, keyword search volume, competition, title ideas, hook tags, so on and so forth. You'll also notice a lot of these are blank because quite often when I'm doing these videos as I'm uploading them, I'm going to show you how I come up with a lot of these items. But this is the important part. Here's the vlog, the perfect day. And I have it color-coded, so I'm not just putting out vlogs all the time. I'm balancing it out with informative content, um, evergreen content, and so on and so forth, right? But this little framework might actually help you discover what types of videos you need to be creating and how to structure them and, and map them out over a calendar so you're not overwhelmed. And I do find discipline equals freedom. If you can put it somewhere where you can look at it and you can see the cadence, it makes it easier for you to schedule. Once I actually have it in this calendar, then I typically 
We'll work through building out the shot list, um, the inspiration. I'd set a shoot date. I'll set a publish date. So my shoot date is usually I ideate the vlog the first week of the month. So we come up with the topic and the shot list. I usually shoot it the second week of the month. They edit it and get me the proof by the third week, and we publish by the fourth week. So I've created a cadence with my vlog that's achievable and it's not overwhelming because the you know titling or the idea titling and shot list day only really takes half an hour to 45 minutes because that's all I'm doing. A lot of people, I think, get paralyzed in content creation because they try and do everything. They try and come up with the idea. They try and shoot it, edit it, and publish it all at the same time. You'll never be able to do that because it's just it's a lot of work, right? So you can compartmentalize these things into a few different weeks. But when I'm coming up with ideas, something that I learned that's... Yep. I just want you to know in case you want to Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I can't, sorry, I can't hear you, brother. Um, Ramon, you're in the matrix, but we don't see the screen, Justin. I put it in the text, but I don't think you saw it. Uh, You are wonderful. Thank thank you for sharing. I'm not watching the text, but can you see it now? Not yet. yet. Perfect. Now, yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Well, thankfully, I'm not leaving this stream up, and I'm going to delete it after. But for the audio listeners, I think you're understanding a little bit of what I'm saying from the way that I have the videos broken up. But now that it's in the stream, here's the actual spreadsheet I built out. For anybody that's on the stream, just click the link at the top. Um, you can go to justinconico.com slash resources. I will email a copy of this out so you can all use this exact spreadsheet to build out your videos. Going back to what I was saying in terms of when I'm coming up with the topics and the titles, right? Because the types of content you're creating is the most important thing for growing your channel. Because if I'm trying to be everything to everybody, Google's not going to know what to do with me. But if I'm staying super dialed in on who my audience is and titling and creating videos around the audience, then I am going to grow organically. And as my platform grows, I'm going to be able to attract more of those types of people. And when I get to scale, I can actually generalize my channel a little bit more. As of right now, everybody knows me for real estate because that's what I do, right? I own a brokerage and I own a production company, but everybody comes to me asking me about the real estate side because I'm just, that's what I'm a black belt at, right? So when I go to my next tool, so first I use the video planner. Then I'll actually use vidIQ. So vidIQ, you can actually download, I think, a free version of it and download the Chrome extension. It's a cool app for YouTube that will help give you some perspective on keywords and ideas. I think there's a paid plan that's super, super cheap. Um, I pay the, I use the $50 a month plan, more expensive, but here's why. Check this out. Daily ideas. So over about three months, it compiles information on your channel and then starts pumping out ideas on what your audience actually wants to see based on keyword research. So I can go through this list now and I can look at most sellers and business owners' costly mistakes. That's a good idea. I'll save that. How to reduce your debt. I'm not a finance guy, so no. The best way to articulate your value to clients. I could talk about that all day. What to do before you get your real estate license. One very big niche that comes to my channel are people that are new in real estate Now, I don't recruit. Prime is not an agent count or office count brokerage. I am in production. I own a 
company that specializes in real estate, but I do talk to agents that you know are coming to me and looking for talent. So I'll save that one. Three things to consider before selling your agency. Absolutely not. I'm not selling my agency anytime soon. So you can just see how now I'm taking these ideas and I may extrapolate them and saying, you know, if I look here, sales tips and techniques, all things sales, I could literally copy this idea and I could throw it on my list. And I could say, okay, let's do a video. I'll just throw it down here for now. Let's do a video on sales tips, tools, and techniques, all things sales. Next step I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go to YouTube itself. And I'm going to do an open search, sales techniques. And I'm going to look at what are the top ranking videos for sales and techniques. Now, you're going to notice a couple interesting things on the screen share. You're going to see this search insights box at the top. That's another free tool called Keywords Everywhere. If you install it to Chrome, it's going to tell me the search volume of this across the entire internet. It's going to tell me the value of it. My vidIQ extension is going to pump out the overall score of the search term. So what is the volume of searches versus the competition? So if there's 6 billion searches but 6 billion videos, I'm never going to rank for that because there's just too much content out there. Just like Instagram, if you put real estate as your hashtag, good luck. You're just going to get lost in the feed because there's too many people. You kind of want to be somewhere in the middle, right? I think Instagram is like 500,000 or less search terms. Um, this does the work for me and gives me a very good idea. Oh, there's, there's our buddy job. So if I go back up here at the top and I'm searching for a term of sales techniques, I'm actually going to click filters and then I'm going to click view count. But check this out. The algorithm changes so much. Here's another super hack for you. Click filters and go last year. This was another thing I learned from a massive YouTuber. The, ter the search terms for the last year are important because it speaks to how the algorithm is working today. And then I can start seeing, look at all the, the best sales techniques, 8.5 million views, interview sales and marketing, modern interview techniques, how to sell, probing techniques, skill sets, 894. I'm looking at a bit of a balance of things though, because I want to see sub count. This guy's got 18.6 million subs, 894,000 views. That's super interesting. I'm going to look at the different sub count to view counts and seeing what's tracking and working well. Now, this is a great tip for the next step, which is titling your video. So understanding what videos you have to create, absolutely crucial. But then titling and thumbnailing your video is more important than just shooting the video and coming back and being like, okay, now I'm going to title and thumbnail it. You actually want to create the title and the thumbnail first and then shoot the video around that. So the way that you can create a title, two ways of doing it that I'm going to give you right now. One is free. One is going to be paid. So you can actually copy these five titles, sales techniques, sales techniques, sales techniques, put them on a notepad, and then do this as well. Go to Google and same, sorry, go to the same search term, sales techniques. So I'm searching Google and I'm searching YouTube, both free. On Google, I'm going to click sales techniques in the search term, hit enter, click on videos, and then do the same thing. I'm going to be looking at... I'm going to hit the tools. I'm going to look at anything in the last year. So hit time, past year. And I'm going to look at what are the top ranking videos on Google. Now, Google is different than YouTube because it's not just YouTube. You're going to have different platforms. Like this is right off corporateadvisions.com. This is Sales Insights Lab. This is YouTube HubSpot. But these are searchable titles, right? Top three sales techniques to close more deals. How to close a sale, seven closing techniques, best sales techniques, 10 surprising signs back, so on and so forth. What I'm noticing about this 
is it is like the top five, top seven, top 10 list when it comes to sales techniques. So the people that are looking at these videos are very dialed in on, okay, I want three tips. I want five tips. I want seven tips. So now this is telling me, okay, if I'm going to structure my video, I got to make it concise. Let's do a five sales tip techniques. And I can actually come up with five sales techniques fairly quickly. And now I have the structure of my video. So you can see how we're kind of naturally going from one thing to the next. Can't you? Now, the thumbnail piece, again, I've, show, I've shared this one before. I'll do it again super quick in case anybody hasn't seen it before. If you're on the Clubhouse app, just feel free to click at the screen at the top. I'll show you the structure of how I'll create a thumbnail. I'm just going to show you guys the one I did for the Park Hill Ontario Neighborhood Tour. Yes, that's a giant photo of me. I don't like looking at my own face, but like extra big photos and extra big expression is the key. Um, I truly believe you do want to put your face and your brand on it, but it has to speak to the energy level of the video. If I did a video on sales techniques, I want to be excited. I want to be animated. I don't want to be grumpy and scared, but if I'm doing a video on the housing market crash, I don't want to be happy. You have to track with the vibe of the video. And then use the rule of threes. So you'll notice one big photo of me. You'll notice one big photo in the background and then a large amount of text. The text that you have in your thumbnail, do not replicate your title. It's space that you have that is in addition to your title to get people excited about the content. When you're titling your video as well, step back for a second, make sure it doesn't read like an encyclopedia. So when I did the video with Deji Travis recently, the title that I used was the very best advice for your YouTube channel. That gets you excited, not how to structure a YouTube video. That is not going to read as well as the other one, and the thumbnail should express the same type of energy as well, too. Now, let's get right into the actual mix. So I'm going into my channel now, and I've got the perfect day vlog that is uploading here. What you're seeing in the actual description box, this is actually just standardized. We could talk about setting up your YouTube channel another day, but this is actually just text I have in my placement holder that I don't have to keep retyping every time I upload a video, and it just saves me a lot of time. So got a video idea, tell me. This is a Google Voice number that I have linked to my Google My Business, so if you text or call this, you actually get to my phone, and it tracks everybody in my database so I can get back to them right away. And there's just a little cashmere explaining how, why I'm shooting what I'm shooting and sends you to my IG as well. So let's go back to the title of The Perfect Day, and here is a secret that is going to blow your minds in terms of where the world is going. So I'm going to open another little tab here, and I'm going to click this little app called Jasper.ai. AI stands for Artificial Intelligence. Jasper is quite possibly one of the most incredible tools I have ever seen. So what it does is it uses artificial intelligence to pump out SEO-optimized titles, tags, descriptions, hooks, sorry, not tags, titles, hooks, descriptions, and content. If you're struggling to write a blog, it will write a blog for you. This is mind-blowing because my skill set is marketing and sales and media, not necessarily content writing. I have an amazing team of people, but I'm putting out content at such a pace, I don't always have access to be able to hit them at 11 o'clock at night if I want to edit something or title something or 5.30 in the morning while I'm doing this. So check this out. A perfect day the life of a real estate agent. So I'm writing this in. It asked me, what's the topic about? What keywords do I want to rank for? Real estate agents and, let's say, media, real estate agents. You know what? I'm going to put real estate agent coach because it's actually people looking to educate on real estate. I don't coach. Don't call me to coach. I don't have time to do any of that. Um, but I do want my keywords to rank for my audience. 
And then my tone of voice, I can put funny, I can put professional, I can put whatever I want. So how crazy is this? Generate AI content and check out the output. So I'm going to read the output for the people that are just on the audio platform right now that aren't actually seeing what we're doing. And it's going to pump out some SEO optimized titles. A perfect day in the life of a real estate agent coach, getting more to meeting clients, a day in the light of apartment assistant, top 10 real estate coach, how to become a real estate agent. So I can actually start looking at these titles and compare them to the title list that I created myself and come up with the most optimized title. So I'm just going to copy one right now. I'm not going to get super, super deep into this because I want to get as much into this episode or this segment as I can. So I'm going to title this. Perfect day. I'm just going to do this. A perfect day in the life of a real estate agent. Check this out, though. So now I got to create the description, right? Oh no, I only have so much time. How am I ever going to do that? I'm going to go back to the AI outputs function of Jasper.ai and hit new AI content. I'm going to click video and video topic ideas, script outline, titles, description. What is this video about? It's about a perfect day in the life of a real estate agent. What keywords do you want to rank for? Real estate, media, and let's just say content, just for fun. Tone of voice, professional, pump out the description. And AI, the artificial intelligence, is going to pump out a description. Today was a great day in the life of a real estate agent. Day of life of a real estate agent is never dull. For meeting with clients, showing properties, dealing with paperwork, answering phones, agents are always on the go. In this video, we look at what a typical day looks like for an agent. Sounds pretty boring and dry, but the interesting thing about the AI and why it pumped this version out is it has a lot of keywords that are going to rank for people searching what it's like to be a real estate agent, what it's like to work with clients, what it's like to structure your day and being on the go. So I'm actually going to copy this, bring it over to my channel content. I usually spend a little bit of time re-optimizing it to speak to my tone of voice and my video because I don't just want to copy and paste everything. You really want to personalize it. Many of you on Breakfast with Champions that have gotten to know me, you can tell that it's me talking on my Instagram. You can tell it's me and my content and my copy, and I think that does need to translate. But now we've got the title. Now we've got the actual description. We've got the thumbnail. I'm going to go back to the thumbnail section really quickly for you all. I'm going to bang out the thumbnail and walk through how I'll actually structure it before I get to the tags portion. I'm going to go back to my projects. I actually did this one this morning. So this was the one I did for Benji's chart. This is the one I did for the one we did now. And I'm going to change it to how to plan your day. So it's not the same name as the title. It's how to plan your day in parentheses, real estate agent. So I'm just giving a couple keywords so that they can see it out of the gate on what it is. This isn't perfectly optimized, but I think you understand the concept. Rule of threes, there's a giant photo of my face again, which I don't like looking at myself, but it is what it is. I'm going to go to the photos. This is another really cool thing about Canva. You don't need to overthink it. And day planner. I'm typing in a word that reflects to the topic of the video, and I've got a day planner. Amazing. And what's the other thing that I'm thinking of when I'm planning my day? Why am I planning my day? Because I want to be successful. So I'm going to type in successful. And I'm seeing super excited, happy people, and I'm just dragging them into here until they land nicely. Now, you don't want too many bodies and people and making it too cluttered. You just want something that people can associate with, which I think this is nice. Now, you also notice you see that line down in the middle of the thumbnail. I'm basically going to cover it with my photo. So rule of thirds, there are three pieces to the imagery of this thumbnail. 
there are two photos in the background. This is the world smashing rocks on this guy's shield. This is a day planner, me in the middle, very clear title. Keep in mind when people are looking at your thumbnails on YouTube, they're tiny, they're on their phone, and you have a very small window of opportunity to get the people to click on your videos. Why are thumbnails important? Not because subscriber counts matter, it's actually the opposite. The reason I'm pointing the title and thumbnail out as such a big piece of this is click-through rate. So the chances of somebody clicking on your video versus somebody else and retention are the two things you should be focusing on in all of your content. We're using YouTube as a conversation piece today, but how long people are actually watching your content and what you're doing to get them there is absolutely crucial. So I'm going to download this thumbnail and then I'm going to go back to the YouTube section and get the thumbnail uploaded. And then we're going to go down to the next section. Uh, playlist, super important to actually have your playlists ready to rock as well, too. Um, if I went down here, it's going to fall under a vlog. If it was a neighborhood video, then I would actually have it maybe in the the city that that neighborhood's in and then a specific asset class of real estate. That's a separate thing. More playlists, the better. Um, you can actually think of playlists as like a networking channel. So if you had a network, all of your different playlists are all searchable independently and people can binge watch them. So you want to do the work for your audience to remove friction and allow them to find the content that they want because if they click through it and they enjoy the content, they're going to binge watch it. But if I have videos on content creation and then kettlebell workouts, it's going to confuse the algorithm and then it's also going to feel to the person like, well, that's not what I came here to watch. I don't want to watch that. You actually want to be pretty segmented on what you're what you're creating or create multiple channels for the different types of content that you want. Now I'm going down to the tag section. In the interest of time, I am going to do this fairly quickly because I'd love to get to some open conversation. This is a tag section. You're not going to have this if you don't have the vidIQ extension plugged in, but it basically allows me to look at what the overall ranking is of these keywords. Now, these standard keywords are always in all of my videos because I always want to rank for Justin Conoco, Prime Real Estate, Real Estate Media. But then when I want to create keywords that speak to this topic specifically, I'm actually going to use the keyword inspector in vidIQ, and I'm going to type in a day in the life of a real estate agent and I'm going to take real estate let's just do coaching again even though I'm not a coach I'm probably going to just see what ranks and I'm looking at search volume competition overall score I can click overall score and it'll bring me the highest search volume with the lowest competition and Brandon Mulderin apparently is probably a real estate coach I have no idea who that guy is but if I added that tag people that are searching for him would likely see this video because I have very low competition it is a strategy some people use not a strategy that I use but it is possible um, I apparently can't spell a day in the life of so I'm just gonna fix that super quick and I'm gonna research a day in the life of a real estate agent gets about 1,400 searches a month and has almost no competition. I'll add that for fun. Um, real estate coaching is about 2,300, very low competition. Not great, great search terms, but again, they're topics for the video. So I do want to search for them because they're in the title, they're in the description, and they're in the tags. Google's really going to understand kind of who I'm looking for in this video. Then I would go through all of these tags. I'm not going to do it right now, but I would pick the ones that actually speak to this video. Real estate prospecting, one-on-one -on -one real estate coaching, a day in the life of a young real estate agent. I'm not young, arguably, but people apparently are searching for that. And I'm going to just stack up my tags. I do recommend that you always use as many tags as possible. The word count is 500, but it does make a huge difference. Then I'm going to go to the video elements, which is the next section of the video. And I'm going to add subtitles. 
So this is another key. I forget the statistic. Um, a good friend of mine, Giselle Ugarte, who is one of the consultants for TikTok and does a lot of work in media, says there's a huge percentage of people that watch these things on silence. I don't know why. Maybe they're in bed or they're in class, but always making sure that you have subtitles and not always using the automation. So another app you can use is called otter.ai. And you can actually just drag and drop your videos in here and it'll pump out a transcription. It's very simple. I can click export. I can export the SRT file, which is a subtitle file. And I could drop that right into YouTube. This actually gives the ability to do it on different applications too, so that you can do it on TikTok and other places too, where you can put on your own subtitles. Um, you'll also notice though apps like TikTok can do it organically now within the application. That's how important subtitles are that these massive companies are doing it themselves. End screens are basically a screen that I can put at the very end of the video that will allow people to go to subscribe to my channel, which you should all be doing if you're enjoying this episode. Just make sure you hit that little subscription button and then giving them a video that's best for them. So I always leave this on the best for viewer because Google's way smarter than I am. So why would I spend all my time thinking I know more about what the viewer wants than the people that have the data? So I would save this and then I would go to the card section. Cards are essentially those little things that pop up. Say in the video, I'm like, oh, we shot a video last week on how to you know, how to close somebody on the phone. I could actually click add card and then I could click a specific video and I could do the how to crush phone sales with Wally Bressler and it'll link to that video in the middle of the YouTube video. All of these things are critical because if you think about the average person that just uploads a video, you know, maybe puts a thumbnail that they think is cool. They don't really think about the title structure or the SEO component of it. Their content could be the best thing on the earth, but if people can't find it, they're never going to see it. And if you're not making it easy for them to go in and binge watch the rest of your content, they may just dip out and go find something else because guess what? Google is going to be putting other things in front of them and it may not be your content. So if you do this work, it actually makes it a lot easier for you to do this. And go back here. It's still uploading the card, which is super interesting. Discard this change. The check marks is just YouTube's internal check to make sure that it is quality content and you know it doesn't have anything that shouldn't be on YouTube. Visibility is interesting. I do want to touch on this briefly before I wrap up this segment. The save, publish, private, or unlisted. So private is if you just want to share it internally with, say, Breakfast of the Champions, which I may do and keep it as a resource um, before I delete it. Unlisted just means nobody can find it on the internet, but you can send it in a mailing list. I use unlisted all the time. So if I'm shooting a video for my investors, for example, and I have an off-market deal, I'll create an unlisted video and then I'll send it to my database um, independent of my YouTube channel. Public is, everybody can see it. Schedule, you'll also notice vidIQ has a power-up and it'll tell me when the best time to schedule this is based on the day. So if I wanted to do it, did it today or tomorrow, it's going to be between 3 and 5. If I do it on Saturday, 3 and 5, I bet you it's going to say 3 and 5. Yeah, so most of my viewers are around there at that time. And if I schedule it at the optimized time, it's going to have the best chance to rank. Probably shooting myself in the foot a little bit doing these segments at 5.30 a.m. because I don't know if most of my audience is here, but I don't really care. Um, and that's another thing that I want to tell people when it comes to YouTube is – don't overthink it. Everybody's so worried about gamifying the algorithm. If the content's good and you're being structured in the way that you're creating it and answering questions for the right audience, the algorithm will do the work for you. Same thing with Facebook, same thing with Instagram. If you're taking the time to curate your feed, it is going to make it such that it will rise to the top. It may take you a little bit longer, but I promise you if you put your head down over a long period of time, 
it'll get you there. So I promised I would scrub you through the video one last time, show you the ideation and creation. So now I know my video title, topic, the questions I'm going to answer. I'm going to tell people how I get three days work out of one day. This intro clip that you'll see is, I don't know if anybody can hear this, but let me hit play and somebody let me know. So in today's video, I'm going to break down the perfect day looking at through the lens of somebody who owns yes. a real estate broker in okay. production. That's awesome. I'm going to give you all the hacks, how I structure. So you heard what I said. In this video, I'm going to tell you how I create the structure. In this video, I'm going to tell you how I structure the perfect day as a real estate agent, how I get three days work out of one day, blah, blah, blah. In the first 1.8 seconds, I'm telling you exactly why you're here and what I'm going to answer. I did the same thing with this segment. I said in this segment, we are going to talk about how I come up with the idea for the vlog. I'm going to break down the scenes. I'm going to show you the upload process, title, tech, thumbnail. So now you're like, okay, well, if I want to know that, I'll hang out. If not, I'm going to dip out. Then I actually shoot the vlog. Well, the interesting thing about content creation is with all of my media team and everything that I have, this entire vlog was pretty much shot by myself. So I had one camera and I set it up at different locations. This was on a tripod while I'm in my infrared sauna. I explained that I need a hip replacement at 39 and dig into that a little bit. So now you're knowing a little bit more about my life. I'm explaining the premise of what it's like to wake up in the morning, why I wake up in the morning. This is me with my little vitamin routine. This is me setting up the rest of the video, doing what I just said, you know, explaining the concepts of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I think I give a shout out yeah, to Breakfast with Champions. There's Ramon and Scott Simons. Um, then I'm actually just hyperlapsing and doing B-roll, which is just kind of filler content that explains the story. So like fulfilling the things that I'm telling you that I'm doing, that moving and working out and prayer and worship, that's all important to me in the morning. Then it's actually going to be me setting up the next couple shots, this is me explaining how I do my mind sweeping and time blocking section. This was a big, big part of it, um, of how I structure the perfect week and the perfect day. And this actually leads to a hook where I'm going to tell people, hey, at the end of this video, I'm going to drop the perfect day planner that I use. And it's interesting because if I look at the morning five, that is such a good anchor in the morning, Glenn Lundy's morning five planner. I use that in tandem with my day planner where my day planner is more just compartmentalizing all the crazy things I have to do, content creation, my urgent tasks, my errands, all these different things. So I'm giving you something free in this video at the end that you're going to be able to use in tandem with something like the morning five. Then I shoot B-roll of me driving to the office. There's music. There's some context to me actually driving in. I go from Grand Bend, Ontario, that little beach town I just showed you, to my office. This is my office. I'm anchoring and branding that I'm an agent in production, and I have a nice office that I work out of because I pay a lot of money for my lease. So why wouldn't I? Um, Domus, the builder that built this building, is one of our partners. I talk about the HQ. We won the best place to work in London Awards, so I highlight that. I walk in. I highlight the team. Again, I'm setting up what I'm going to be doing. I talk about my practical and tactical room that I run on Clubhouse, why these things are important. Then I'm doing – this is a little bit of a nicer shot. My actual creative director, Nico, came in, and it was stacked and ready that I was doing this on this day. So when I planned the perfect day vlog, my entire calendar was already set. I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about my morning routine. I'm going to talk about prayer. I'm going to talk about my mind sweeping and time blocking. And then I'm going to be at the office at 9 a.m. We're going to do the team huddle. I'm going to talk about that in the video. Then I'm going to do practical and tactical room 1130 to 1230. And I'm going to highlight why I'm doing that. Nico, can you be there 1130 to 1230? Because I can't film myself while I'm doing my actual work. So Nico hung out with me from 1130 to about 
2.30, I think, shot a bunch of different B-roll and context, but he was prepared for success, knew what he had to shoot, knew the content we had to get, had the shot list mapped out in the video planner that I shared with you earlier, and then I was just able to work throughout the daytime. Did phone calls, did all these different things, when did a listing appointment. Here's the, the whole crux of it, though. When I got the video output, it only took one edit for us to get the finalized version done because I watched it. I had to cut out a couple of things that were, you know, information that shouldn't be shared publicly with conversations I had on the phone, little things with things I said that I wanted to steer in a certain direction for one reason or another from a branding perspective. But the setup and the work made the actual video creation and editing a thousand percent faster versus if I just shot a whole bunch of content and then tried to create a video out of it, it's actually going to take a lot more work editing and re-editing and re-editing and feeling like I didn't get the right shots. Well, you didn't get the right shots because you didn't plan. You know, the best part of this video is I'm going to share the secret with you all. You could watch this video tomorrow on my channel, this clip at the end. So here's, here's the moral of the story. I talked about this entire video about how planning and executing and the structure and everything is so crucial to succeeding. But at the end of the video, I share that I wanted to get this vlog out in like December and it's March. And I share that, you know, best laid plans don't always work. And you need to be okay understanding that you're not going to hit it at 100%, 100% of the time. I've changed my narrative in the last month and a half to two months because I share so much about time blocking and productivity that I do think people become self-defeating if they're not doing it at 100% all the time. They look at other people achieving success. And they're like, I can never do what they do because I don't have time or I can't do it or you know, I, I'm not hitting my time blocking, my productivity to the level I have. I share at the end of this video that regardless of that fact, I still shot the video and I still pumped it out because the information is important. And the best lesson of this video is it's not about getting 100% better in one day. It's about getting 1% better every day in perpetuity. And the coolest thing is, even though I wasn't able to get this video out in December like I wanted to, it gave me enough time to ideate why I'm doing it. And the video is probably 100 times better than it would have been had I just rushed it out in December. So there's two dichotomies there. One is make sure that you're actually pressing record and, and getting better at the actual task and learning the art of what it is to create the content and structure it in such a way that it speaks to your audience. But two, don't put so much pressure on yourself that because you didn't do something on time, you're just going to scrap the whole thing and, and give up. I could have reshot another vlog entirely and scrapped this one. Instead, I think it's going to be one of my favorite ones. So if you want to watch this vlog, it's going to drop on my channel tomorrow. Um, not sure what time, probably between 3 and 5 p.m. if you were watching the scheduling portion of this presentation. And you'll see exactly what came from it. Next month, we're going to talk about the five biggest mistakes that real estate agents make. Same mistakes everybody makes in sales and marketing. But again, that's Topics already set, building the same structure. Hopefully, you all enjoyed this segment. It is 6.15, so I'm going to have to kick it over to KWP, one of my favorite people on the planet, but hopefully, you guys got some value from this. I'm going to end the broadcast. Thank you so much for everybody that was in the chat. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.